Well, hello, friends. Here we are again. Uh, I'm Steve, and this is Sharon, and together with you, we are the Oneness Project. Um, we started this, of course, to bring the peace of this realization of the oneness of all to as many in uh, other uh, many other consciousness as possible, uh, because of the great uh, benefits we found from it in our life. Um, removing anxieties, stresses, all of those things like that, and uh, living in a, a real joy and love for all humanity. Um, in our previous videos, we've been uh, kind of talking about anxiety and stress. And I think it, it really is a big problem in our society right now. It's a big issue. A lot of people are, are um, searching for self-help uh, uh, ways to 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 not live in stress and live in anxiety and I've personally found that this understanding or belief is like a magic elixir of removing these things and I love it so one of the things we were talking about previously was like um, loving those that maybe cause harm to you and uh, we wanted to to we all we said at the end of that video and you can watch that yesterday uh from yesterday's video a previous one i i, I if you haven't already it would probably help you come the two combined can probably help a lot of people and maybe you as well if you're having anxieties but this we wanted to also stress that we're not talking about allowing ourselves to be abused and um sharon uh had some uh, interesting ways of looking at it through a specific scripture. Um, would you like to expound upon that? Yes, thank you, Steve. All right, so um, the scripture that uh, we're going to reference um, to start out with is Matthew 5, verse 30, where it says, and if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off, and cast it from you, <laughs> for it is more profitable for you that one of your members should perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. Now, here we are delivering a oneness message and at the same time talking about casting off members of ourselves. And I like the way the scripture says it's the, the, what we're casting off is actually a part of ourselves. So um, I'm going to try to give you uh, my perspective and how I see uh, casting off, um, as Steve says, uh, maybe an abuser from you is still in line with the oneness message. And here is how um, I see it. So going back to Ecclesiastics chapter one, that we uh that we did in our very first video that that's our foundational scripture you might say where solomon um in his wisdom came to the re realization that there's nothing new under the sun nothing at all so what that means is everything we're experiencing every person and and everything is a memory if it's not new, it means it's old. And if it's old and we're experiencing it, it means we're experiencing a memory. So your abuser, if you have one, is a memory of yourself 
it is, you might say, a past life experience or a past life that you're experiencing through this person who is projecting that for you. So what do you do with a memory that is negative, that is causing you um, pain, emotional pain and suffering? Um, this scripture I just read, it says it's better that you cast it away from you. And how that translates in real life is casting that person who is you away from you so that you can have peace. Because the ultimate goal in the oneness message and in Jesus' teaching is for us to come to that place of peace, perfect peace within ourselves. Okay? And anything opposite to peace is sin. So or we're in sin. We're living in sin if we're not living in peace. So that scripture is saying it's better to cast that, that negative that it says your member, your arm or your leg away rather than live in a state of peace or uh, sorry, a state of sin, which is lack of peace. Uh I think of it a little bit further where I say, okay, what would I do? What do I do with a memory that comes up for me? Not in the form of a person reflecting it for me, but just a memory that comes up to mind, a negative memory. I can do two things. I can ignore it, <laughs> you know, and, and try to forget it. But that's not resolving it. You know, if it should, if, if there's a trigger that should bring it up again, I would still feel the pain of that memory if it was a negative memory. So the best thing to do with that negative memory is to resolve it or atone it, as I should say, become one with it. Realize that that, that person who you're thinking of as someone that caused you uh, negativity is actually you. That is the atonement or the atonement coming to know that you and, the, and everyone else are the same. So once you atone that memory, you can forgive it, right? And then you can let it go because it's forgiven. And how do you know when you're forgiven a negative memory? you know that you're forgiven it because when the memory resurfaces, you have no pain, no emotional pain at all associated with it. Okay. Yeah. And so Steve, did I say that clearly enough or do I oh, need yeah. to? That's great. That's great. Um, no, that that's, I love like the last thing you said, especially um, there's a verse that came up to me. I don't need to bring it up, but came to me when you were saying that but most people know it anyways uh i was jesus on the uh, sermon on the mount said uh was talking about adultery and he said um to commit adultery but i say um you've heard it said to not commit adultery but i say that when your mind has already been towards it or you're already thinking of it you've already sinned now people have taken that uh because if we don't see it from this perspective, that actually adds more stress because it, we create a shame mechanism in ourselves that our mind has gone towards something. And now we're going to be in like 
uh, fear of going to a literal hell and that creates more anxiety. So I love what you said at the end then there, because anything that creates an anxiety within you is outside the compass of the oneness understanding. See, we've doesn't matter what it is. If there's an anxiety created in you, then we have gone into a Gehenna and to, uh, to alleviate that, we simply go back to the memory of what we are. Um, that's unbelievable. It's it changes everything, and it's it it takes away the burden of trying to accomplish something, which will likely be done in anxiety. And if something is done in anxiety, it simply is going to create anxiety. Anxiety can't do anything other than create itself. A bad we were talking yesterday about a bad tree can only create bad fruit, right? So if we are living in a belief of anxiety, we are only going to create the same thing. Our anxiety. Did you follow and agree with agree with that? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'll I'll go through a little more of this verse too because this is like one of the most important verses in scripture that uh, um, has been I believe misused in a lot of ways. Um, if anyone causes one of these little ones to stumble, those who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone. Now, this to me is an expression of um, our realization that of the harm we've done in our memory of those maybe in this realm. And when you say past lives, I, I, I see it as congruent lives as they're happening all at one time because they're all in ourselves. Well, we can get into that on another message, but for a lot of people, it's more understandable as past lives. Um, this realization creates uh, anxieties and torments and, uh, it almost, I know when I came to this realization of the damage that I, I have been doing to others because of my anxiety, because of my lack of memory of who I truly was and who we all are and the oneness, I felt like I wanted to die. I really did. Uh, yeah, a very good way of putting it, hung around my neck and thrown into the sea. The great thing about that is I wouldn't have actually had to do it myself. Somebody would do it for me. <laughs> That's exactly what that's saying. It's like, it would be better if somebody just killed you because it's yeah. so hard to kill yourself. It's just taken care of for you. I, I, I'm sorry, but that, that I agree with that. That's exactly how I felt when I thought about how I hurt my children and all kinds of stuff like that. So if your hand causes you to stumble, then, funny, he uses the word hand and foot here and talking about stumble. When we're talking about hands and feet and physical appendages, uh, why would you cut off your hand? One thing is a lot of people think of it as like stealing something. That's possible. But this is talking about causing little ones to stumble, have, being in anxiety and being in stress. What do we do when we're in anxiety and stress and fear? We punch and kick and punch and hurt each other. Um, he may, uh, in this sense, the mind may be not talking necessarily about physically punching people, but maybe actions that are like that, hurting people, whatever the case may be. And it says, but it, it's easier to understand this punching. So cut it off. Because if you cut off your fist, 
you're gonna have a really hard time punching people. <laughs> you're gonna have a really hard time hurting people. Um, uh, better to have two hands. Uh, better to have uh, be maimed with two hands and go to go into Gehenna. So when we realize these stresses and anxieties and wanting to hurt people, there's a cutoff of some sort. Um, cut off the thought process that leads you to there um, would be most applicable here. But maybe our mind is not ready for that remembering yet. Or maybe in remembering, we become, you said this, we, we become as we want others to be towards us. That's a very big scripture where Jesus says, treat others as you would wish to be treated. We actually become that. And that burns away the issue that the uh, other consciousness, wife, whatever, is mm -hmm. having. And then they make a change. But maybe they're not ready for that. And maybe yes. they need, you need to cut, we need to cut ourselves away from that relationship for our mm -hmm. own peace and our own. Because the most important thing is to be in peace and love and uh, um, no anxieties and all of those things like that, because that is what we are, to be truly what we are. And sometimes we need to break away from other consciousness in the physical realm in order for that to happen. But to, to what you said before is, how does that mean we're all one? Because physical separation doesn't change the oneness. I'm one with the dude in China. You know, that possibly started the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm one with uh, I'm one with some of the worst people you could possibly bring to mind. Uh, I studied uh, criminal psychology in my youth. Uh, I wanted to go towards that as a jaw as my profession. And I was talked out of it, but I'll get into that some other day. But I read a lot about it. And the one thing that comes abundantly clear in the teaching of criminal psychology is that it is believed in, in, in psychiatry and psychology that we are all capable of this. It's not like this individual person is what they call sick. Yes, they are sick, but we are all sick to some extent. But we are all capable of being pedophiles. We are, And I know people hear that and go, no. There's no way. Well, ca <clears throat> you can cast your judgment as you feel. But even you say, no, there's no way. That's an anxiety. So <laughs> until we can actually identify with the truth that we've lived, that this their memory, their living is also our memory too. We've done every action there is to be done. Uh, we can go back to that scripture again. Everything that has been done, has been done and will be done and we were part of that doing all of us in our own mind and way so when we identify with that we are able to truly forgive true forgiveness provides no anxiety anymore we have no uh discontent towards a individual at all for what they have done um, the common idea is that the uh, I've forgiven them, meaning I'm past that now and I just don't think about it. Um, if, if, you're, if our memory goes back and it creates depression, stress, sadness, all of that, we haven't experienced the true forgiveness yet. Yeah. And the true forgiveness is in the identification. 
Um, as he goes on here, it says, um, and if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. Same sort of thing. Uh, anything that, uh, like this is the visual realization that I see someone or something and it causes me anxiety. Go back into our oneness and remember, we are all one. We are all of the same. We are all of this. This is what I do in my practice now when I feel these anxieties to help me realize that I am just them. So there's to, to do so I'm doing towards myself and that, um, that the truth is we are all love and they, whatever was happening at that time was just out of memory of this truth. And as Jesus said, forgive them, Lord, they know not what they do. How can we give guilt when people know not what they do? Did Jesus give guilt to those that were torturing him? He couldn't have. There's no guilt when someone knows not what they do. They were forgiven. He identified the, the, the Christ identified with the sameness in himself that's in all the others. He became man, having the same as all man. <clears throat> then it says, um, if I have one eye to have two eyes and be thrown into Gehenna, I don't, I, I don't like to use the word hell, where the worms that eat them do not die. A lot of people don't understand what's going on here. The worms that eat them, who's the them? Do not die and the fire is not quenched. In this time, when people were considered a shameful consciousness, being, person, they weren't given a proper burial. And at that time, it was very disrespectful to not have a proper burial. It meant that you were the lowest of the low. Even, you know, people, you might have been annoying and made people unhappy and maybe what, what people consider not the greatest person. They would generally give you, for those that are thrown into the Gehenna, which was a literal place where you were just thrown in the fire and your body was allowed to burn and the worms would not, would just eat, maggots would eventually eat it. It was a visible, it was a visible expression that this is the lowest of the low as far as their consciousness is concerned. Now, those people, I guess, were not in memory <laughs> because <laughs> in memory, we wouldn't shame that. But it's saying, this is saying, it's better to get it to remember now than go into this type of shame where the memory will, re you'll think of yourself as the lowest of the low and have, and we build ourselves back up to the new consciousness, to the realization, to the memory. It's very tormenting on our mind. So, and then he says, everyone will be salted with fire. This fire is obviously not literal because he's not saying everybody's going to be thrown into literal fire, right? Uh, Salt is good, but if it loses saltiness, how we can how can we make it salty salty again? Have salt amongst yourself and be at peace with one each other. Remember, we are one. Have peace with each other, and you, our consciousness, our individual consciousness, will not have, go through these torments or live in the 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 anxiety and pain and all of these things of our past mistakes or anything like that or hurt by others. Uh, offended, we won't have offenses. All of these things are burned away. And, uh, that's what this. Can I is. say amen, Steve? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. The, that I love. This verse has been the heart of 
uh, uh, is the heart of, to me, of really the, the scripture in general. You take these set of verses and apply it to all anxieties or anything that happened in the Bible or misprojections on the concept of God or uh, you put it towards the cross. To me, this verse is like one of the greatest. It is the Bible, this verse, these verses. It is all of Scripture in a, in a nutshell right here from what I understand. And I study the Bible like to the point of torment. <laughs> so much so I actually until I met Sharon uh, I hadn't really read my, I read the Bible at all probably for over a good year now um, I just started pulling it out now because we started you know coming together on this and I have no anxiety towards it now but I don't know if there's much more I can say than that. Is there anything else you'd um, like to? I just felt like I need, I wanted to leave a, a little, I guess, um, hope for the loved one. If, if you have someone in your life who is causing you pain, but you love that person and you don't want to separate, you know, sometimes we'd rather have that, hold on to that memory as, as we put it in this oneness uh, project, rather than separate from it. But yet that, that person is causing you suffering. Here is, a, a, I guess, a, a, a tip you might say for you. Knowing that you are that person and knowing that there is an opposite to everything. So, so this person is projecting to you something painful an action, a behavior that's painful, there is an opposite behavior that is in memory as well. And you, you yourself can embody that behavior that you want that person to project for you. But you first have to go into that state and embody it, become that. And in doing so, Somehow, somewhere along the way, it, it, it will take time, I'm sure, that person will begin to reflect for you the new memory that you're having. You can change, you don't have to hang on to a memory, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You can go into your lab, your mental lab, and bring up a new memory and embody it. And then those around you will begin to reflect it for you. All right, that's all I, I um, wanted to add to what you said. What you said was beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks for bringing this one, this uh, particular topic up. Um, uh, yes, relationships and, and uh, uh, we were given, our mind created a physical body for a reason. And um, there, that we have sensations and all of that that are wonderful. And it's all part of coming to the memory of, the, of, of who we really are. And physical pain that uh, from abuse or anything like that, if, there's, if, you, if you are in a situation where you are being abused in that way, please um, go to anyone we can. Uh, and, uh, allow, your, allow the mind to... Um, find the the avenue of, of, of escape and believe that we were not meant to be abused physically. 
we were not meant to be in pain and that our mind will protect us so hopefully we can have the this can help someone out there maybe have the courage to cut themselves off and uh, allow that other consciousness to um, remember themselves as you remember yourself um, one thing's for sure we love you we love you so much and uh, we love all of you out there that are, are listening right now um, please uh, I keep on I was always saying I'm going to do this in the beginning uh, remember to subscribe and, and hit that like button and comment down on the bottom if you're appreciating this as well it not only helps us with your encouragement but it also helps the algorithm of YouTube to get this message out to more people and uh, who knows what the mind may be able to do in those lives um, and uh, us you being an expression of our mind liking subscribing and commenting as part of that expression to help us be one again have a great day Bye -bye. lots of love to you <laughs>